0: It's time for the Plan With Dan podcast, the show that will help you discover and achieve your true purpose for money and make you a more confident investor. We'll talk about sane and intelligent approaches to financial planning. Now,
1: let's Plan With Dan. Hello and welcome to the Plan With Dan podcast. I'm Mark Haywood, alongside Dan Betzel. Dan is the founder of Betzel Wealth Advisors, serving you in the greater Columbus area with an office in Gahanna near the airport You can find him online at BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. That's BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. Dan's got almost two decades of experience in financial planning, so Dan, we hope you will impart some wisdom with us today on the podcast. Hello and welcome. Hey,
0: good to to, to be with you again, Mark.
1: Always good to be with you as well. We're looking forward to another great episode of Plan with Dan today. Dan, it's kind of been a crazy year so far, right? As always... Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> That's an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> Something's happening in the news. Uh, there at the end of February, we kind of had not the bottom fallout. I don't want to be dramatic, but we had a little blip in the market, and it's kind of been volatile, ups and downs since then. And I don't know about you, but I think that when these market, this market volatility occurs or even more severe market corrections, if you want to go that route, I think you see people react in all sorts of just bizarre ways that aren't necessarily healthy.
0: Yeah, I'd see. I would say for certain uh, that's the case. And and what's interesting, you know, is the media, the media is is a little bit trying to create some panic themselves because what you're referring to in February, it was still well within expected, you know, standard deviation or expected fluctuation. It really wasn't that big of a deal. Nevertheless, the media made it sound like it was some, you know, some once in a lifetime occurrence. And of course, that wasn't the case.
1: Right. Of course, it kept going. Been a little up and down since, but it's still moving. And if you look at the history of the market, It's just overwhelming evidence to show that it ultimately moves in an upward trajectory. Now, you have to have a plan for that. We'll get into that later because, you know, if you're 50 or 60 years old, you don't have time to wait 20 years for the market to come back. Uh, But we'll get to that later in the podcast. For now, I just want to talk about some of the different reactions that you see. And I think one of the things we see, Dan, is just people overtrading, trying to outsmart the market.
0: Yeah. So, you know, that that's a very different philosophy than one, of course, that I would have, the one that I would subscribe to, because if you're over trading, that means that, you know, you're really trying to, you know, watch the market and engage in market timing and stock picking and maybe even track record investing, you know, three things that I think are anathema, you know, to prudent evidence, evidence-based, um, uh, you know, uh, planning. But, um, you know, there, for each of these um, these problems that people do, there's a really easy solution. I mean, if you really have taken the time uh, to meet with someone, you've constructed a portfolio that takes into consideration, you know, your risk tolerance and your time horizon. There's really no need to constantly be moving, you know, in and out of the market because you're going to be totally in the market. And when we have these market fluctuations, you know, you're going to be able to rebalance. You know, your fixed versus the equity. So if we do go through a period, you know, where bonds are sagging and stocks are soaring, you know, we can rebalance. And that's very different than, you know, trying to outsmart the market because, you know, no one person is going to be able to consistently and predictably, you know, outsmart the market. It's impossible.
1: Right. And I think you're going to hear us keep coming back to that key theme of remaining yeah. a steady eddy. On the podcast today, having a plan and sticking to it, or making adjustments to that plan, but just being proactive about it rather than reactive. We've talked about that on previous podcasts, and we'll just come back to that time and time again. The market's going to fluctuate, and when it does, you need to have a plan in place that's going to help you keep your head on straight when the time comes. If not, it could lead to panic.
0: That's exactly right. I have have a really good friend who's a a financial advisor in a suburb here in Columbus, and I really like how how she expresses it. She said, you know, you got to take time to make sure that you choose the right portfolio, the portfolio that has the right amount of risk in it, and the right portfolio that's going to be able to get you to your goals for the rest of your life. And she says, "You, you have to get ready to say, I do to your portfolio i think that's really a very clever way of saying it other words you know fluctuations in the market you don't panic and you don't go looking out for the next newest hottest thing you know you've said i do to your portfolio and you're going to be um committed to that portfolio for for your long-term financial wealth and it doesn't mean that you can't make changes to your portfolio if your own life goals change but you don't make changes you know because of what's currently going on on a very, very, very micro level, you know, to your portfolio. I, I had clients that, you know, were new clients to me, they had their money, I think, invested for two or three weeks. And it was one of those, you know, downward volatility periods. And they were upset after two weeks that their portfolio was down like 1%. And, you know, I had to use it as a, as a learning tool to remind them, That when we entered into this portfolio, you know, we were expecting uh, potential volatility, you know, of like in 2008, that portfolio had lost almost 15%. So we were still very, very, very early and and very, very uh, much within what we would expect the portfolio to be doing. So two, three weeks is not long term. Long term is like minimum 10 years.
1: Wow. Wow. And that's an important point. (laughs) I think that's an interesting analogy too. I mean, it is sort of like a marriage in a way, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. She's very clever. I like that. (laughs) I
1: do. And I'll tell you, Dan, when the market fluctuates like this or when it tanks, I'll tell you what I'm guilty of. And that's trying to stick my head in the sand. I think it's easy for me to be like, oh, the money's in there. I don't want to look and see what it's doing right now. I'm just going to assume that it's okay. And I can just keep living my life as I have been.
0: Well, it's quite interestingly, if you have a well-defined portfolio and it's being managed and it is within your, you know, risk tolerance and there's somebody rebalancing it for you, then I wouldn't say stick your head in the sand, but I think you can confidently, you know, weather, you know, whatever storm is there and not have to overly, you know, uh, be obsessed about it. But sticking the head in the sand, I I think of this example and, and, you know, I, I, as a human, I, I so understand this, but this was actually, um, you know, a, a daughter who was managing her um, her parents' finances when her parents, you know, became no longer could manage them themselves. And I think maybe two years had gone by, you know, and she was very busy taking care of her parents. This is not a negative uh, thing about her at all. I totally understand it, but you know, she just didn't want to deal with the finances. So she makes an appointment. She comes in. I mean, I'm literally with a banker's box full of statements for like the last eighteen months. And as I began to go over them and open them with her, her parents had been getting dividend checks, you know, that were never cashed. And you probably understand that, um, you know, know that dividend checks are only good for like 180 days. So, you know, we had to contact the, the the company that or their her parents had their money invested and have them issue new checks so she could cash them, you know. So. I understand it on a, on a, on a human or emotional level, but that might be an example of where you know it's not in anyone's best interest, you know especially when her parents you know are having all of these uh, uh, health issues and their you know life situation has changed and it might it really is time for someone to take uh, take the opportunity and to look at the portfolio and make sure it's still matching you know what the family needs you know to to, to meet their financial goals.
1: Now, Dan, another thing that you could do when market is experiencing a correction is to be overconfident, right? It's always really easy to say. We talked about being confident that the market's going to come back. But it's another thing to say, it'll come back. It'll come back eventually. I don't need to do anything. You can't wait forever, forever, right?
0: Well, you know, that's a really great point. And sometimes people kind of confuse Doing nothing with what we would call passive investing, uh, you know, passive investing isn't is not doing nothing. Passive investing is, you know, when you have a, a a structured portfolio and it's being managed to ensure, you know, that it's functioning within what we would call, you know, the the lower and 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 uh, the the you know upper and lower confidence levels. In other words, it's it's functioning with within the parameters, the volatility that we would expect, and we're rebalancing. Um, and that's very different than doing absolutely nothing. Because if you do absolutely nothing and no one is is managing the portfolio, you can have style drift. Other words, you know, your portfolio could drift from maybe a, a moderate portfolio to an aggressive portfolio, and you may not even know it. And also, you know, you have to make sure that the portfolio is has been designed, you know, with your age and risk tolerance in mind. So being overconfident is is can be just as dangerous, I think, as 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 panicking.
1: And Dan, another thing that's dangerous to do when the market experiences a correction is to try to time the market. I know we were talking about this in the studio before we got started with this podcast today. I have a friend of mine who when that market when the market did experience that crash in February, he'd actually bought a couple of individual stocks previously back in the fall that were just skyrocketing high. And then sure enough. When the market experienced that little blip back in earlier in the year, he just sold. He freaked out and he went to cash and he said he was thinking about taking his retirement accounts and putting them in cash. And I mean, he's 30, you know, (laughs) I think. And I know that, you know, when you're older, it's a little different, but even still, that same principle applies that you can't just try to time the market and you can't just pull your money out and say, I'll put it back in when the time comes
0: because you don't know that reminds me of a story i was at a uh, chamber meeting now oh, maybe i don't know 8 or 9 months ago and i was sitting across the table from a man and we, when the, we talk about what we do i often uh, people often share with me what they're doing which i always find really interesting and um uh, so he kind of told me in a, in a rather braggy way that you know that he got out of the market in 2009 and he's been sitting in cash you know waiting for the right time to come back and of course i didn't really say anything to him but i'm like wow so he pulled his money out at an historic low and he still has not gotten back in the market because he's trying to market time. He's still waiting for the right time to get back in the market. And of course, he's missed one of the you know longest and most significant run-ups in the history of the market because his story teaches us that if you're going to time the market, you got to be right twice. You got to know when to get out and when to get back in. And I'm afraid, I'm as my as story that I share with you, on both accounts, You know he had guessed incorrectly. So it's just really, really sad. It's not timing the market, but it's time in the market.
1: It's time in the market. And Dan, as you always talk about on the show, it's about having a plan to sort of weather the storm when you experience market corrections, market volatility, and really having a plan that'll get you not just to retirement, but all the way through retirement. I know, Dan, on your website, you have actually developed a great resource to kind of help you get started thinking in this mindset of developing a plan, the Retirement Rescue Toolkit.
0: Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so I mean, I don't it doesn't I don't think it matters where you are on the retirement path, whether you're just starting out or maybe retirement is only four or five years away, or if you're even already retired. The retirement rescue toolkit. Uh, ha- contains uh, a book that I co-authored with seven I think really um, cogent and, and but easily understandable lessons as well as um, some other white papers and a CD that um, I hope give you give you some uh, real good information um, about not only how you should prepare for your retirement but if you're in retirement steps you can take to even improve your retirement.
1: if you want to get your hands on the retirement rescue toolkit there are two easy ways to do that. First of all, you can go to BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. That's BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. It's right there on that main page. Won't be able to miss it. Just click on the link to get your retirement rescue toolkit sent to you. That's BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. And you can also call and get the retirement rescue toolkit. Call the office at 614-472-472. 4510. That's 614-472-4510. Somebody will call you back and you can get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit sent to you. Again, that number is 614-472-4510. Dan, it's been another great show and we thank you for joining us. Thanks, Mark. Have a great day. We'll see you right back here again on the Plan with Dan podcast. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Betzel Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio.